It is the 100th episode and the two-year anniversary episode of The Overthinkers. So we're asking, why do people love podcasts? And is that a good or a bad thing? We discuss this and more on this very special episode of The Overthinkers. Hello, thinking people's thinking people. Welcome to The Overthinkers, a place for those who love to have fun thinking deeply. I'm your host, Joseph Holmes, filmmaker, film critic, podcast host extraordinaire. And with me, as always, is my playfully profound co-host, Nathan Clarkson, actor, author, filmmaker, and podcaster. What? Or as my bio says, podcast philosopher. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and with us today, again, in third chair, is... Um, if I can just interject... This is like my 10th time on the show. Can we just like skip the intro and just get my doing? But I have a really fun intro for you. Are you just going to use the word 50 for, for the fifth time? No, 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 no. No, I did not use Ooh. 50. The Sultan of Sound Mixing. Oh. The Earl of Editing. Nice. The Admirable of, Admiral of Audio Engineering and the Priest of Pop Culture References. He is our all things tech wizard, Nathan Cher, or as we know him, Nathan A. Nathan, welcome back to the show. I'm all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, but that would do. Now, it's funny to say welcome back to the show when, <laughs> when he is at and edits every single one of the shows. I am always watching. I am always listening. <laughs> I am Uatu. I am the watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. <laughs> By the way, Nathan A is our producer and sound mixer who does all of the awesome cuts. We actually get a lot of comments about the people loving them. Uh, the culture references, I, I'm going to call them cutaways? Sure, I don't know. Whatever you like to call it. But uh, <laughs> but he says we can call them cutaways. So you can think, but he's he's a third musketeer. So yeah, uh, it's we, true. You are begrudgingly always... showed up for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, but... but Everyone get you know you get to be a part of this all the time, but not everybody gets the joy of like experiencing you full. Well, that's their problem. Then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, today, thanks. This is on to that point. Today is a very special episode because today is both our two-year anniversary of the show and our one hundredth episode. Wow. Yes. I've never done anything in my life this consistently. <laughs> <laughs> praise Elderby. Yeah, praise Elderby. <laughs> by the way, don't get that joke. Well, I think it's watch our, our, our screens bad for you episode. Just oh, so I forget. It's you, something like no, You'll have to for. just listen to all of them and figure it exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how we get you. Yeah. Just to prove to you that we're not having joined another cult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we only start our own cults. Um, just, we're super grateful to everybody who's been listening uh, to support us the past few years. You are clearly people of excellent taste and judgment. And if you're new to the show, also welcome. We hope that you enjoy what we have, Nathan One. If people enjoy our particular brand of playful profundity, where can they go to engage more with our content and fellow overthinkers? Well, they can go to theoverthinkersjournal.com where they can find out more about their hosts uh, and any live events we have coming up. We've already had a couple that have been so much fun right here in New York City. You can also go to our online Facebook Overthinkers group where we have over 5,000 people getting to discussions, posting memes, and having a great time thinking deeply 
And if you enjoy the show, and if the show has meant something to you in the past couple of years, maybe listen to it during the pandemic, maybe you just enjoy uh, listening to it on your way to work, you enjoy thinking deeply and having fun, would you consider leaving us a review? It really does help us so much. And we do this uh, well, for free <laughs> against our will. But, <laughs> but we would like not to. So. Yeah, someone wants to sponsor us. Give me money! But if you have enjoyed it, uh, would you please consider leaving us a review? Uh, it would mean so much to us. And we just so love doing this uh, yeah. for you guys. And so I will second everything Ghost have said. And it's it pretty incredible to me that now we're at 100 episodes. And it's been really, really fun. And I don't think we're slowing down. So yeah. get ready for more um, awkward laughs and having fun thinking deeply. And cutaways. And cutaways. I got nothing. Woo! <laughs> Well, cool. Well, on that note, today, because we're it's our 100th episode, we're talking about, we're getting super meta, and we're talking about podcasts. So is everybody ready to delve into podcasts? Let's, I, I don't feel like I know anything about this, but we'll give it a shot. Perfect. Well, I've really stopped us before. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I know everything about everything we're talking about. I don't make visual searches before we, yeah. <laughs> when we start our episodes. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yes. Well, it's no secret that the world of podcasting has grown dramatically in the past few decades. According to Statista, back in 2006, only 22% of the adult population of the United States was aware of podcasting. By 2021, um, excuse me, um, uh, by 2021, the figure had jumped to 78%. There were an estimated of 120 million podcast listeners in the country in 2021. Forecasts suggest the number will surpass 160 million in 2023. Forbes, in their piece, Why Are Podcasts Gaining Popularity, attributed this growth to podcasts' nearly unlimited flexibility, with podcasts as short as long on any topic, without the desired limitations and other interests, and lifestyle preferences, being able to build communities around those different lifestyles and different needs. Excuse me. Um, But for many people, podcasts are also a way to be educated and entertained while multitasking on other projects. However, some more of a darker side to these benefits. Mainstream news outlets tend to argue that the fact that anyone can have a podcast and get a following, hey, without a lot of vetting or accountability, hey, guilty, is giving too much influence to people who aren't qualified, hey. The Mashable piece, you may be wasting your life listening to podcasts, argues that podcasts give it an, yes, an inaccurate idea of how productive or educated or actually being since humans aren't wired for multitasking and maybe contributing to unhealthy practices of filling up our time and space rather than leaving room for rest and silence. Nathan A., why do you think podcasts are growing in popularity so much right now? What does it say about the time we live in and what people are looking for? And do you think it's meeting those needs well or making things worse? Sorry, I'm still hung up on the word statista. Is that the plural word for statistics? <laughs> this is when, you know, I don't know. I it's, think it's, it's a statist- website. I think it's statisti. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I see. Yeah, it's it's, it's a website. <laughs> Line <laughs> podcasts opinions. Why do people love them? What is that good or bad thing? Oh, uh, I think people love them because it gives them a chance to just be a part of other people's conversations. Kind of, mm-hmm. just like they get to hear get to hear conversations from people who may have similar views from them or may have very different views of them, but they just get a chance to like hear the opinions of someone they may not normally get a chance to hear their opinions of and their world can just grow a bit broader because as a result of that. Yeah, I agree. And I also think you hit it on the head too with 
the they get to be a part of conversations. And mm. I think if there's one thing that I've noticed that I think, well, especially in the past couple of years with the pandemic, um, but I'd say just in general modern culture that people are feeling a huge um, lack in their life. It's the lack of interaction with and connection to other people on a, not a produced scale, not, not from a TV show where you're just kind of a passive um, observer, but something that feels real. I think there's a reason why reality TV is still mm. such a big thing, um, but something that feels real and something that feels like you're getting to almost kind of be a part of what's going on. And by that, it, podcasts have this unique ability that I think most of the other um, uh, art formed vehicles for a lot of things now don't have, which is it feels like you're sitting down with friends. Ah, right? yeah. It feels yeah. like you're getting to hang out because it's unscripted generally. Yeah. It's unscripted. It's personalities. Like, I mean, how many times have we said, um, or trip over <laughs> our words doing this, you know, that we're not scripted. <laughs> so it's almost like we're hanging out together. And yeah. I think that togetherness aspect is something that people are longing for. I'd say pre pandemic and especially post pandemic mm -hmm. is we feel very separate in the world. And I think podcasts give us at least a semblance of I'm hanging out with people who are like me, mm -hmm. um, but they're fun and they're real. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you're kind of engaged in this community, even though you can't necessarily talk back to them it does feel like a real conversation it feels like you're with other people and I think that's a really valuable thing right now that tv that movies that video games that music all these great other art forms but they can't quite do that for us in the way that podcasts do so I'd say that's definitely one of the aspects mm -hmm. to yeah the podcast. and I think you make a, also a good point I think for the reasons that like with the pandemic and everything, we kind of especially need that sort of comfort right now. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of, say, the fireside chats with FDR back in like World War II. Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. you no, know, because because then that was the appeal. It was like, oh, you felt like a wise older person was sitting down at a fireside chat. That was the phrase they used. We should use that fireside chat. That's pretty thing. good. Yeah, but is that you're, it's an intimacy. Mm -hmm. and that's the thing you've talked about this before. In the publishing industry, they've done uh, studies that one of the things that's most important to people is authenticity. Mm -hmm. Yes, and in fact, that it's so stripped down. It's very—I mean, it's produced, but it's minimally produced. Yes, means that the authenticity comes through. You really do feel like you're talking to a real person. You're hearing unfiltered thoughts, and people really do desire that nowadays especially that's a value that people have now even more than they had before well yeah when i write a book right yeah like you're getting my thoughts you're getting my stories but you also know that i edited it i edited it that's too many did it it's that yeah. went through an editing process and that it was something i got to sit down and think about what i was saying on a podcast you're just sitting down with me there is no i mean there there's there really there is no preparation yeah. we sit down and we talk so it feels more quote unquote authentic raw unfiltered <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming at you live that's, that's you, a spin-off you don't really want raw <laughs> trust I, us i don't even want raw <laughs> but there is i think intimate is the right yes, word yeah. it feels intimate and authentic unscripted and that is something i think we're kind of dying for in a world that is overly produced yes. that is overly segregated that is overly scripted we want kind of real authentic people mm -hmm. in our midst i'm also going to say add to that is it's cultivated intimacy mm. because this is the thing is that you know I, again i obnoxiously repeat the recommended book recommendation the hyper modern times book yes but one of the things yeah he agrees it's obnoxiously repeated <laughs> <laughs> but they talk a lot about in there right the reason i bring it up is you can talk about this in they talk about this in there about how the society has moved to a place where we are able to cultivate our relationships and our worlds more than ever before mm. and that started out was like okay you can 
go to a different church. You can move to a different job. You can, you know, move across to a different city. You can cultivate your relationships and more than ever. And podcasts are just the most extreme version of that. It used to be mm. you had three TV channels. Now you have cable, which is a bunch of TV channels. Now you have podcasts, which are like literally thousands of them that you can just pick from and say, this is the one that speaks to I most relate to. It's like, it's not just your niche, it's your niche within your niche. Niche is exactly. It's like the uh, the ability to find your people. Because, you know, yes. I, anyone listening out there who, who lives and goes to the church and, and all of us sitting here, one of the problems I found, even when I meet, you know, face-to-face with other people within church and stuff, or you go to the small groups, very often we have very little in common aside yes. from, you know, mm-hmm. okay. We, we believe in you God, know, the, yes. the Nicene Creed here. But yes. Yeah. But do we have anything else in common? Yes. And with podcasts, you can go and say, well, I'm an actor who wants to talk about this, or, or I'm a neuroscientist who's interested in, and so you can find and curate your yes. people and then and then, like we said a second ago, so you're curating your community. We can also curate it around the things that you love and yes. are interested in. So you get intimacy from people around things that you actually love. And I well, think that's a really unique thing. Well, and, and, the things be, and it's partly because there's so minimal producing costs that go into that, that it can be that niche. Yes. As one of our, our on our Overthinkers Facebook group, uh, one of our members, Hannah Hill, pointed out that she likes fiction podcasts. Uh, and those are really highly produced. I mean, I, well, they're more produced than this. <laughs> I think most things are more <laughs> produced than that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But the thing is, she feels like they are, they can tell stories that represent, you know, that represent minority groups mm-hmm. that she's a part of, or that, and that she has people she cares about that don't often get movies or TV shows mm-hmm. made of them mm-hmm. because there's such small uh, percentages of the population mm-hmm. that they don't appeal to enough people to justify making a very expensive movie or show with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she's like i can find stories of people that represent me better than i can in movies and tv shows because that's you know they're inexpensive enough that they can make those stories well mm-hmm. and part of the reason we started this podcast was a little bit as an experiment yes and it came out of all of us were already talking ad nauseum yes. to each other about movies about life about philosophy about god and it was kind of a are there any, is there anyone out there like us who yes. likes talking about these things, but in a way that we can laugh and where Nathan yeah. can do a pop culture reference and where it can be fun and lighthearted, but still deep. And so it was like, a, I wonder if there's any anybody out there like us. We did this very highly specific yes. kind of thing. We, okay, let's make a podcast and do what we always do, but record it. And we ended up finding there are a lot of people who yes. want to talk deeply about things while having fun. There's about a thousand of you out there now who who are like us and like the conversations that we're having, you want to have those conversations too. And so in us doing this, we were able to find each other. Yes. The community of people who care about these things and want to talk about them in the ways that we do. Yes. And I think that's a really unique thing to podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally found a place where I belong. I think another great thing about podcasts though is that it doesn't just help you find people that are like you or find your people. It also helps you experience things that you that are unlike you and yes, give yes. you the opportunity to experience them in ways that you may not be able to get to before. Things I want to learn. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, like you know what your backyard is, but like thanks to podcasts, you're able to hear about things that are outside your backyard and learn a little bit more. Like podcasts can be very eye-opening and education, educational in that regard. And like you use the point of like um, how it's kind of like a church or it can be like a church where it's like you meet all these people for like from different facts of life that like are different, very different from you, but it continues the conversation being like, hey, you're different from me. 
can you tell me a bit about yourself? Can you tell me your story? Can you like, can I learn about you? And vice versa, I'll tell you like my story. And like, that's like the goal of the church. And I think that's exactly what you get out of podcasts. It's like people who are a very similar to each other, like engaging with each other, but also people who are very different from each other, engaging yes. from each other as well. Well, like you say, like, it's like, you know, you can educate yourself, get yourself an education. It's, that's, that's better even many things that you get from school. And with school, they're telling you what you need to learn. Mm. And they're deciding the stuff that you're like, but you can say, here's what I'm interested in learning. Yes. You know, and I can, I can, again, I can read, learn about economics. I can learn about philosophy. I can learn about, you know, psychology. And there's, there's a podcast that will teach me about that. Mm-hmm. But it's also a safe way to do it because sometimes yeah. interacting with people, you can feel condescended to, or you yeah. have imposter syndrome, yeah. you know, those, and, and this is a, a perfect segue into like another mm-hmm. aspect of podcast that I love, which is the educational aspect mm-hmm. that you brought up. And it's a way, like you said, Nathan, to engage with subjects that you don't know that much about, you still get the intimacy and the unscripted nature of podcasts and the hosting, but you can engage with it so where it's a little safer in bias, where you're not going to be made fun of or made to look like an idiot. We can go, okay, I don't know much about this, but I'm going to listen to a couple guys Mm -hmm. talk unscripted about this. So maybe I can start understanding it, but for in a, in a safe mm-hmm. place. And it's often by people who very much care about their subject and yeah. whether, whether or not they know everything about the subject or not, what really matters is they, they care enough about it to talk about it, usually for free in a lot of cases for podcasts. And so it's like the equivalent of going on a museum tour and your tour guide just very much loves like the art that he's talking about. Yeah. Like you get more drawn in because they get so excited. It's the same sort of logic. Yes. Cause well, it's a personal connection. Yes. One thing we've gotten from people who have really liked our podcast is that they say, you know, oh, you really, like one of the person I was shocked sort of this language, like you're really brave if you'll talk about these subjects if from a faith-based perspective, from, you know, philosophy perspective, to ask questions that other people are not really willing to ask and have mm. fun while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's how like people don't feel like, again, if I ask somebody at church or I ask one of my friends this question that I'm really struggling with, they might look at me differently. But if I listen to a podcast person who asks that question, then I can engage with it and gain more confidence in my thoughts about it. Um, to where if I do want to interact with someone about it, then I have more confidence in engaging with that topic later mm-hmm. on. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And, you know, just a little, uh, even more backstory, you know, I talked about the experiment. Um, one of the reasons we also created the podcast is because there wasn't, yeah. that we saw any other podcasts out there that we wanted to make. Yes. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, there's these two kind of spectrums. So yes. All of us here love thinking deeply and we love, um, uh, wrestling with big questions, but all of us, and if you hadn't picked us up, are incredibly silly, and we like laughing and having fun. Nah, and we fa- nah. <laughs> this, shut up! You did Simpsons last time. <laughs> you cut away with your <laughs> insert cut away here. <laughs> to what? <laughs> what do you make those decisions? You know, studies show that keeping a ladder inside the house is more dangerous than a loaded gun. That's why I own ten guns. In case some maniac tries to sneak in a ladder. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's you know, we didn't, we saw kind of this spectrum of things. Yeah. Just to you know, give people a little context about why we do this. We saw a lot of, there's a lot of podcasts on deep things, psychology and philosophy, yeah. theology and culture and art and faith. But they were, um, and this is not a bad thing, by the way, but they were heady and they were serious, which is yeah. good. And they were, uh, they talked about things very, um, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what the word is. Logically and, 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 uh, Stoic, Stoic, right? yes. Yeah. And w- that's great. And I've learned a lot from those. And then the other side of the spectrum, you had these really silly, ridiculous, inane, shallow podcasts. And by the way, I like both of these. Yeah. But I said, is there a way 
we, we kind of all say, yeah, but they would be silly, but in many ways, they'd be silly in an uninformed way. Yeah. It's like they, okay, they're being having fun with this, but they also kind of don't know what they're talking about. Well, I didn't walk away feeling like they learned something yeah. or engaged with something bigger than myself. So I guess part of our question was, is there a way to do this where we can talk about these deep things, but also have fun yeah. doing it and be silly and have fun at the same time we're learning something? Is, that, is our, this our, just us or is there a group of people out there also looking for us too? Exactly. Yeah. And our tagline, having fun thinking deeply, kind of a, it just came about. We didn't yeah. like sit down and have a meeting. What's our tagline going to be? It was like, I think someone said it and just kept, it's like, yeah, we're having fun thinking deeply. And it just sort of goes, yeah, this is kind of what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and we found, I don't know, a niche. Yeah. And we found a community of people, all you guys who we are so blessed to have, mm -hmm. who like having fun thinking deeply. And by the way, I think the world both needs to have more fun and lighten up yeah. and also needs to be thinking more deeply. Absolutely. And I think, I hope we can continue doing both of those things at the same time. Absolutely. I give it a month. I give it a week. Now, flip side of this here, because we had a conversation with the Glenn, uh, Reverend Glenn Packiam um, on our show, which you should watch. It's the uh, Why Are Young People Leaving the Church one. Mm -hmm. One of the things he said in there is, you know, he says, you always ask yourself, like, is there room in your life for people um, who, for, for relationships you didn't choose. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is the dangers, again, of a society that's moving more towards cultivated things. Yes. Where it's like, it's highly tailored. Highly tailored. It's like, you know, cultivated relationships. And it's cultivated, you know, um, it's like, even like we're saying, okay, people pick the podcast based on people who are like them, they relate to. And even if they're educating themselves on in topics that it's topics that they're interested in, mm -hmm. that they are questions that they are asking. It's always their choice. It's always their choice. It's always tailored to my interests and preferences. And even tailored toward our time. Because another thing people have talked about so in our in our group, um, well, uh, what was it? And somebody put, um, oh, he says, uh, Kristen and Rachel Coville said, I can listen while I'm doing chores, driving, etc." You know, is that, they um, is I'm telling you, my time, my schedule, mm -hmm. my is, productivity, my productivity. Yeah. It's like is you know the there's there's a danger that we're moving our whole life to something that's tailored to yes. us mm -hmm. instead of actually engaging in life uh, that moves us toward other people. You know, sort of like so it's like you know people talk about like oh people are doing streaming instead of watching movies, which means we're not all watching the same movie at the same time. Mm. We're not all watching the same TV show, so we're not having a collective experience. So we're not, we're actually moving further apart in relationships and as a culture, as a society, rather than leaning in to other people and being exposed to people that we didn't think about and having community with them. So is, I would say, again, I think- You're asking, that, is there a dark side? Is there a dark side to this? Mm -hmm. And is there, and again, I think we could all agree probably there is a, a dark side to it, but what are ways that we can mitigate the dark aspects of it and still use it in a healthy way? Well, one of the, the things I do see happening that I worry about um, or I, I just see negative consequences of is tribalistic thinking, yeah. meaning mm -hmm. I'm only going to hang out, listen to opinions from, and spend time with and value people who think like me or look like me even yeah. worse. Um, and I'm not going to venture outside my bubble. You know, th right. there's different words for tribalism, bubble, whatever it might be. Um, and so I, I do think that's something that is a danger and, and it is present in all media, but especially podcasts too. We can tailor what we yeah. think, who we want to hang out with, and the opinions we're getting. Um, because, like you said, there's so many podcasts. We can make sure we're only getting what we want. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that can be a danger. And so, but I think that's in the hands of the listener, really. Yes. So you know, on my podcast list, I have 
podcasts from people who I disagree with almost everything <laughs> yes. they say, but I still want to engage and hear their personal, again, intimate reasons why yeah. they believe this. So I'd say that part of it is, you know, as listeners of podcasts, like I am, one, I, I think, see if you can diversify yeah. your podcast list. Yes, listen to people who you, you know, trust and believe and who are like you, but also try a podcast out that, you know, is totally different from what you believe yes. and, and, and hosted by people who are totally in a totally different culture or world than you. I think that's a really valuable thing. And I think that's one way we can start mitigating yeah. um, kind of that. And I'd say that's a power the podcast has is, you know, a lot of times you can say, I want to get out of my bubble and there's nowhere out of your bubble to go yes. yep. in podcasting. That's an point. You know, we obviously have a particular point of view here. I promise you, there is another podcast out there who has a completely different point of view than we do. <laughs> like all of them. Yes. <laughs> Go and find them and listen to them. Yeah. Um, I think that's a way that we can mitigate that. Um, one of the ills that I think could be present in podcasts. I think that's an excellent point. I think one of the things to, to addition to that, yeah, you know, seek out different points of view from yours, people who have different points of view. And one of the things to do is two things. One is, you know, I, I would also suggest listen to some Sometimes, not all the times, but some of the popular, really popular podcasts, yeah. um, even if it's not something you'd be interested in, because mm -hmm. you get, that's going to um, help you understand a large percentage of people yeah. and actually bring mm -hmm. you closer to and make you better able to communicate with other people, with a lot of people that you might not otherwise be able to communicate So if you're with. listening to only NPR, try Ben Shapiro. And if you're listening to only Ben Shapiro, try NPR. NPR. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would say is that you should be in a real life community of people who are, um, who, again, you know, again, I use the example of church because it's like, oh, this is a place that you're geographically similar and you have some similar values, but it's also people who are completely different than you. It should be a part of, you should have an additional community that's not curated. Mm -hmm. And in addition to having your creative community, because that's what we're talking about in our family versus friends episode. It's like, look, friends are the family you choose and you know family is you know the friends you don't choose and you need both in your mm -hmm. life yes. so finding communities of people and when you find those communities of people who are who you don't choose in that same way find out what podcasts they listen to mm -hmm. and actually say oh yep i can learn from them as well so those are kind of two couple things to use podcasts well i think is a good idea nathan yes i definitely 100 percent agree with all that and i don't think there's really much else i can add but i think all i can really say is even if you don't make an effort to necessarily go out and find all these new podcasts yourself, at the very least, just keep an open mind to new things that might come your way, whether yeah, it's yeah. new podcasts or something else, especially if there are people who are in your life that you may not necessarily have chosen that are different from you. Trust them when they bring something your way. Like trust mm. that there is something good and something that you did not necessarily choose. Like just because you didn't choose it or you don't think it's in your purview, it's not automatically bad. Like you said, like yeah. when you watch something that everyone else watches or enjoys and it's very popular, trust that there is a good reason for that. And when you yeah. watch that thing, you will see that reason. There is something of value that it's adding to other people's lives. So mm -hmm. that makes there's something valuable about it, even mm -hmm. if you think it's awful in many mm -hmm. other ways. And it helps you build empathy and understand. Yes, exactly. People. So at least just keep an open mind, keep an open perspective that trust that like there is good in this thing. So I think we we have a tendency to assume that so if we didn't get to choose it, there's something bad in it. And that's a fair mm -hmm. reason. I mean, we kind of like we kind of had this um tendency in, in general. And I mean, hell, trauma is literally described as like pain that happens in your life that you didn't necessarily have control over, you didn't choose mm. over this. And so like, we kind of had the stigma against things that we didn't choose, assuming it's bad because it's foreign to us. It didn't come into our purview uh, by our consent or willingness. And that's fair to have a distrust for it, 
but maybe try to minimize that distrust at least a little bit until you can verify whether or not there's something good in this new thing that you presented. Well, we were just mm -hmm. having this conversation just before about, you know, and we had this some of the similar conversation on our Overthinkers Facebook page. We have a lot of those discussions. You should join and check it out. <laughs> um, but is, you know, sort of open-mindedness, it's like, it doesn't mean to just accept everything mm -hmm. that comes your way, right. but it is being open to having your mind change if you can challenge it and say, oh, this is a different point of view than mine. I can challenge it and see, but if it is true and does bring the evidence to bear it is true, being open to having your mind yes. change. I mean, look at God. God of the universe has an open mind. I mean, look at the <laughs> whoa. Look, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look at the conversation between Abraham and God when he's about to destroy um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham was like, "Hey, can you not destroy this place? Can you please destroy this place? Like, I will pray to you, God, please don't destroy this place." And God was like okay, I might have destroyed this place if X, Y, and Z. And of course, God still stuck with this decision, but he kept an open mind and heard Abraham out. And there are definitely other times in the Bible where he has, in fact, changed his mind because someone prayed to yeah. him to talk to him. That's an excellent point. The model that God gives us of interaction with him is negotiation and interaction and engagement. Engagement, yeah. exactly. And that's what we try to do on this podcast. That's what I think what podcasts really do. Well, I was going to say, though, um, well, one of the... <laughs> Uh, if there's a dark side, you won't find it here. <laughs> but but I do think one of the, the the things we really try to do here, we do it imperfectly because we know that every human has their biases. We know that we have our biases. Yeah. But what we don't want to do is create a place where we only get to talk to people who think like us. Yeah. And so we really do try to make an effort to have people on who think differently yeah. than we do. And by the way, if you have from someone, each other, yeah, exactly. If you have someone in mind. Who you think even if they you think they are totally different then please let us know because we'd love to have them on to talk to them because we love it's a value of ours to talk to people who can um at least present us with new ideas yeah. and ways of thinking so mm -hmm. we can learn and that's another thing look for podcasts that do that they're yes. open to exploring all sorts of different questions where the where the people push back on the guests yes they have guests who disagree with them and they disagree back and mm -hmm. then you can actually come to the truth a little bit better Yep. But one more ill that I mm. that I, I think that could exist in podcasts, and I've seen it in my own life, by the way, mm. um, that I and I want to talk about a little bit. Yes, is I think you know during the pandemic I got used to doing podcast church, mm. um, yeah. meaning I and when the pandemic ended, I was like, I don't know, I kind of like um, doing podcasts. Yes. It's it's easier. It's, it's better for me. And Joseph, you touched on this a little bit with the everything oriented towards us and um, podcasts are amazing but they're never gonna be enough. We will never be enough for you. This is, uh, the, this is, I want this to fill a need and ultimately make you want to go out into the real world and find yeah. even more. I want you to go find overthinkers in your world so you can have these discussions um, with real people in front of you, in other words, fake people. Um, but, but I want to, I mean, I, I'm a fake person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm real fake. I, I want this podcast to inspire not just complacency, well, I get enough overthinker yeah. uh, deep discussions one place. Yeah. I want this to say, wow, I really enjoyed that podcast. And I want it to make you want to go find more in your yeah. real world. So I think sometimes we can say, we can almost be, um, Okay, this is good enough. Yeah, yeah, satiated by something that actually should make us want more. So yeah. 
podcasts are just an appetizer to actual human interaction yeah. and mm -hmm. good conversations. So we are an appetizer to make you want to go out and, and get yeah. a meal yes. of humans and interaction and conversations. Yeah. We hope that we'll, we won't. We do hope it. we can be a resource to help make those interactions better, to spark them, to help engage. But yeah, this is what we talked about this earlier, just before the episode, is that, you know, C.S. Lewis talked about the difference between an icon and an idol. Mm. And an idol makes you worship it as the object of worship and, and satisfy your need to worship with it. Whereas an icon represents something beautiful that causes and you to, and bigger than itself, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that causes you to love the thing that's represented. It's literally world. a signpost. Exactly. And so what we're trying to say, we want to be icons, not idols. Yes, because the thing is, we have, we actually get to interact live with each other. Yes. And we actually have this little community where we talk and interact and, and provide accountability and support and all these different things in our lives. And we want, we hope that in listening, you can go, I want that even more. Yeah. So you see through podcasts, which, whichever one you're listening to and go, I want more of that. Yes. A media experience is never a replacement for a real experience. It's meant yeah. to inspire you to go find real experiences. If you can like listen to this podcast and find other people who like listening to this podcast together, and then you can use this as a springboard to have your own conversation. If you yes. go further than us, that that nothing would make me happier. By yes. the way, there's there's at least a thousand of you out yes. there. By the way, spread across the world. Yeah. So uh, there are some people somewhere in your vicinity who want to have fun thinking deeply yeah. and we want you to go find them and maybe yes. you can find them on the overthinkers group i there's a lot of people who live in the same area who are on the group and they actually got together at our live events and got to meet each other yeah mm -hmm. which was a really valuable thing um so yeah do that and but yes he says but go out and actually find those people in real life to build those real relationships because that's what we have Yes. And that's what we don't, we, we don't want a replacement for that for you. You mm. want to have, you to have that as well. Basically, this is our not so great commission to you. Yes. Go out <laughs> to the world, engage yeah. with people. Find, so find, find, so in, engage with podcasts in the way that they're meant to be, which is to curate an experience because curated experiences and curated loves are good. Oh, right. yeah. But don't use that as a replacement, but right. also have uncurated communities and experiences. Well, it's like, and I also use it to help you find real life curated experiences yes. as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I love movies. Obviously I'm an yeah. actor, we're filmmakers, we're, we love movies. And what I love about movies or books, um, when you read a book, a wonderful book about a grand story, that's not supposed to totally satiate your no, desire yeah. for a grand story. You're supposed to read it and go, wow, what a great story. I'm gonna go live a great yes. story. Exactly. Yes. And that's what, yeah, I hope in a small way, that's I think, what we should look for from podcasts. And that's why God is a storytelling God. And that's why we're storytelling people because we love stories and just stories, but we use them as inspiration to go out and make stories ourselves. Yes. yes. Yeah. And by the way, before we wrap up, I do just want to say it's really cool. A lot of you don't know because you listen to it at home and maybe you don't, uh, well, assuredly you don't necessarily listen to it in a group of people. But what's really, really cool, I think that we've discovered is that engaging with these big, big questions that seem really um uh, uh, central just to all human experience is all of you out there are incredibly diverse crowd. Yeah. Um, I, because you, you, there's no way you could possibly know, but out there in, in, in the listening world, all of you right now, we have atheists and believers. Mm -hmm. We have conservatives and liberals. We have black and white. We have European, Asian, uh, American. Lions, tigers, bears. Oh my. <laughs> But that also really encourages me because in an age in which there's so much separation and division yeah. that there are still just truly human things that we want to come together aside from our um, tertiary differences yeah. and connect over. You, you all at least have one thing in common, which was you love this show. Yes. For some reason, <laughs> I like to think it's because you have excellent taste and judgment.
podcast. But it probably had to do with <laughs> you like thinking deeply about yes. big questions, which is such a human thing and yeah. it's so much fun. Um, but if you guys have got anything else to say, yeah. but no, again, I think it's great. I think I thank you guys so much for engaging this. I we are trying to be the best of what we love about podcasts, and we thank you for uh choosing us as your podcast. And uh yeah, I I being a part of this community. Be a part of this community, yeah. Cool. You know, go out there and win one for the Gipper. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to our blesses and curses segment. We're not going to do curses, partly because, I mean, like for me, it's like, I don't, if I, I, I have, don't listen to any podcasts that I don't like, and so I don't yeah. know which ones are awful. <laughs> we're also kind of like, hey, we're a podcast group. We're going to crap on other podcasts. Yes, we probably, probably shouldn't uh, curse our uh, colleagues. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but we are going to give you podcast recommendations. It's like, okay, they're like, yeah, let's curate some really good podcasts. Like, what are some other podcasts we recommend? We have a few of those. So uh, do you want to go first, Nathan, or shall I start off? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. Cool. So uh, I'm just, do, I'm going to do a few different categories. Um, I, again, podcasts I've loved, they've taught me so much. And again, in the pandemic, I found uh, uh uh, friends and insight and stuff I really needed. So these are a few that have really um, connected with me and taught me in a few different categories, a lot of things that have really been helpful. Um, so I'm going to do uh, psychology first, mm. a really good podcast for, uh, it's by a therapist and, and, and someone who studies psychology. And, you know, a lot of people can't afford or aren't able to get therapy. And there was a time in my life and I wasn't able to do that either, but this podcast now, eventually it encouraged me to go get therapy, but before I was able to do that, this podcast almost served as um, uh, a kind of interim therapy mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a really, really great podcast where I could start exploring things about myself, my mind, how humans work, motivations, boundaries, trauma, all these different things. And it's called The Place We Find Ourselves. Mm. And it's just a really, it's, it's hosted by Adam Young. It's a really beautiful podcast. Um, that really gets into what it means to be human and how to live well and how to think better and how to, and to know ourselves. And it's really, really well done. I really like this podcast, but The Place We Find Ourselves is a great psychological therapy podcast that I think would be really informative and really comforting, especially to those who haven't yet got to therapy. Or maybe you're scared of going to therapy mm -hmm. and just need an introduction to it. It's a really great place to begin. Um, theology. Obviously, we're big fans of theology here. I am too. I love theology and one of the most important um, theology podcast that really taught me a lot is called Reasonable Faith by Dr. Mm -hmm. William Lane Craig. I like great guy. Yeah, and uh, the, the one of the things I love about this podcast is, listen, not all of us have time to get doctorates or to sit down <laughs> and read the, the Summa Theologica, um, but he takes these big, big theological concepts and he talks about them in ways that I can understand, yeah. that, that all of us can understand. And so it's a way for me to access these really cool ideas that previously are buried in 8,000 page books right. that I'm never going to be able to read. And so he is, you know, he's one of the most important theologians, philosophers of our time. Um, and, but he, and I think one of the reasons for that is because he's incredibly smart and educated, yeah. but he talks like a human. Yeah. And he, and I really think, um, and he actually, there's a spin-off podcast called the defenders class where he just goes practically, like 10 minutes long, practically through all these theological concepts, but check it out. It's called reasonable faith, uh, by Dr. William Lane Craig, um, philosophy. 
Another great podcast. Again, these are 10 minute long. They're bite sized, they're quick, but they, they take quotes and ideas and read some passages from, from some of the most famous and influential philosophers. And they talk about them practically, what it can mean for our lives and our society. And it's called the Academy of Ideas. It's a YouTube page that actually puts their YouTube videos that they make and produce um, in podcast form. But the Academy of Ideas, I find is really informative, really interesting. And it's also very digestible with 10 minute episodes. Yeah. So check out the Academy of Ideas. And then just for fun and like funny, because um, sometimes we just want to laugh. Um, I, I listened to a podcast for a long time that comforted me and it's called the Bad Christian Podcast. <laughs> and it comforted me because I'm a bad Christian. <laughs> now there is swearing, there is crudity, but these guys do love God and they're, and they talk about things in a fun, silly way. Um, and it, it was just, a, it was just fun for me. Yeah. And they're smart, but they're also real down to earth and humble. Um, and uh, so I recommend that. And for culture and arts and specifically movies, I'm going to give one of our um, uh, yeah. our returning guests that we've had on a couple times, friend of the show, Kevin McCreary's Say Goodnight Kevin mm. podcast. He talks about lampoons and investigates all things movies, cinema, and stories. So definitely check out his yeah. Say Goodnight Kevin. And on his podcast, he'll often interview the... Um, the the creators of the christian films that he's lampooned yes and so and uh, get them to defend themselves yeah it's, it's a, great. really fun he's episode. also had us on there so go check yeah. out our episode but we watched that one first that's the best one. Oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but those those are my blesses and the ones i engage with um regularly so yeah cool so yeah i i similar you know again it's it's podcasts that are are they kind of do what sort of try to do here which is engage in ideas and that, that maybe i don't know as much about and um and engage with those ideas and, and engage with other people who explore those ideas uh one of them is um the um uh was oh yeah philosophize this which is yep, the last yep, one, great one which is a good uh one it's also it's like spark notes for philosophy a very smart person who has able to go through like if, if the, it's a big enough library now that if you have a philosophy or philosopher or philosophical idea you want to engage with it's probably like a 20 minute episode there that you can engage with on it that gives you the lowdown on yeah. it yeah so that's a really good one um that i enjoy also uh going to give a shout out to a couple people who we've had as guests on the show um, the Biblical Mind, that's uh, with Dr. Drew Johnson, which we just had on the show, yep. which is, again, he brings on scholars, biblical scholars, to debate and discuss their findings and interpretations of the Bible and various topics. So, you know, that that's a good place to go to start if you have topics on the Bible that you're interested in and want to get feedback from actual scholars. And then also... Um, Theology and Raw with Preston Sprinkle. Great. Which, you know, we've had him on the show and he's great. And he does sort of what we try to do here, which is like, you know, have people on he disagrees with on theological issues that he has very strong opinions about, but get feedback from other people and different experiences, different perspectives. And yes. so he's engages with different perspectives on this. People who agrees with him, people who doesn't agree with in a very honest and open way. And he's actually openly changed his mind on huge issues. Yes on his show which is really cool yeah exactly so if you want to see more of that engagement that we tried to do on the show i chris sprinkle is a very honest and very you know smart person who does that so i recommend that also uh, sort of in the same vein uh the charlie and ben podcast we've uh oh, I don't know recommended this. well we've we've recommended their videos on youtube before which is charisma on command oh and, but their podcast is called the charlie and ben podcast okay and there it's a longer form version where they uh, either interview people or they um it, or they uh, and they discuss topics in the news and discuss it from a psychological perspective and from a you know personal interaction perspective so a lot of stuff that they do on their show but they the, use like avengers and exactly. stuff so it's, it's big concepts that we normal people can connect to exactly and so that that's and so it's yeah you're able to connect with it on that level 
and give practical advice for bettering yourself. So it's like, if you want practical advice for bettering yourself using stuff going on in the news, characters that we all know and love and uh, with very uh, with cool people, like that's, that is something that people recommend uh, you engage with. Uh, really? I, think I had another one. Um, I'll give you a shout out. I guess I'll give a shout out to uh, Smile, Tyler Smith's podcast, um, nice. Battleship Pretension and More Than One Lesson. He's done less of More Than One Lesson recently. But again, if you're really into movies and want to dive in in a sort of an academic way to what is beautiful about these things or not, then uh, he, those are good. He does a good job with those. Absolutely. And of course, again, with all these things, I don't agree with all any of them on everything that they believe. Absolutely. I disagree with people all the time, but it's yes. really fun. But it's to really, engage. but people who are actually honestly trying to engage with these issues yes. in a productive mm. way, really. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that you'll get a lot out of this. Oh, I guess, um, just say, Freakonomics does a good job oh, doing yeah. this on the economics issues. I mean, also, I I've been wanting to listen to lore. Oh yeah, no, but so, I haven't, so I can't bless it. But I've been wanting to listen to it. Yeah, no, we're we're obnoxious. None of us are doing recommending fiction podcasts. I know. No. I don't listen to a lot of fiction podcasts. Honestly, <laughs> I watch a lot of fiction movies, and I get my fiction. That yeah, way. that's true. Know, so. Yeah, same. Uh, Nathan. Uh, a Nathan A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, again, I'm not great with this because I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts in general since I don't really like to multitask. Oh, you're one of those people. That you're, well, you, you make a podcast. He has a good excuse it. because he has to listen to every one of our episodes. <laughs> That's true. Like seven times. And I curse this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we did Which is fair. Which is fair. fair. <laughs> um, I can bless some YouTube channels that actually know that actually do have podcasts. Yeah, I that watch, counts. I watch the YouTube videos, not the podcast though, but like, yeah. Um, so one channel I follow a lot is called Over sarcastic productions oh nice yes. it's like yeah it's these two people one's named red the other one's blue and they basically like make videos dedicated to like unpacking and exploring either famous stories throughout history or like little just famous historical events so like yeah so like they're like unpack stories about they may like unpack um the Ro holy roman empire and that history oh, cool. or they like might summarize the story of like dante's um trilogy or like the Aeneid. But they do it in a funny and sarcastic way. Yeah, like they sum it up, but like while you're watching the YouTube videos, it's great because they like have all these uh, funny illustrations that they use in comics to just like illustrate oh, what they're talking cool. about. So like technically you could just sit back and listen to like the videos, but you're having a fun time, but you have more fun watching the videos because their illustrations are so funny. Yeah. But, uh, but like, I'm sure you've also enjoyed their podcast because they like actually spend more time just like chewing a breeze and discussing like famous historical events or famous stories or like, um, or like um analyzing stories. Like they, ha they also have this, um pseudo podcast um series called trope talks where they literally just uh, well wearing them to sit down talking about famous like um storytelling tropes throughout like storytelling like um that's awesome. redeeming villain or like um strong female character or like all these other random tropes like they have like they basically know when it comes like storytelling throughout history these people know what they're talking about that's yeah. awesome so like, they, they do it in a fun way yes. yeah so like what we do try to do with like philosophy and art and culture they do yes. with like history and and storytelling yes exactly. that's awesome yeah. exactly and another one this one is nowhere near as deep but it's a lot of fun um it's this dnd show called the unexpectables and nice. that one i don't know if i heard of it basically i haven't seen much of critical role so this may not be a fair comparison but this is what i imagine critical role would be if it was more like a Saturday morning cartoon, where it's like oh, there are a lot, there are a lot more cartoon and anime references, just because these guys are like from the same generation as us, so like they oh, grew up watching okay. this kind of stuff. But like, yeah, it's just like these um pretty popular like YouTube content creators like just getting together and it's like 
making a really fun D&D session. It's like, it's a really great- It's like D&D meets animated. Kind of, pretty much, yeah. It's like, uh, they're all a bunch of goofballs, but like they are really, they are like really professional like actors or content creators. Oh, so they know like how to improv and stay in oh, character. And like, yeah. And check that out. And so. yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it's like a really great structured and unstructured story. Cause like the DM, of course, like is the, it's her job to like try to make things as structured as possible. And the DM structures the story. Right, right. And like, she does an amazing job. Like she's a wonderful storyteller, but at the same time, like all her players, like, often go off the rails but like they still make something fun because they know how what it means like make a story and what's a fun story or just like what's fun for like kicks and giggles in this moment and like they do their best to stay in character as much as possible and they do a great job with it oh, that's awesome. so basically it is like improv fantasy story exactly which is all things i love <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic well, anyway, uh, that's great. So you have a lot of recommendations for podcasts to listen to if you like what we do and therefore the things that we like. And we want your recommendations. Yes. We are, now that we have done 100 episodes, um, we're not running out of questions, but we really want to be going over stuff that you care about yes. and want to hear us and our guests talk about. So if you have, if you have uh, ideas or themes or concepts or questions that we haven't covered yet, or you want us to cover again in a different way, please let us know and let us know about guests. We love hearing from you. Connect with us on the, uh, the Overthinkers Facebook group or send us a private message. We want your input on the questions and guests you want to have on and you want us to go over. So please um, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead and do the plug. Yep. Go to the overthinkersjournal.com uh, and get in touch with us there. We, we want to hear your love mail. We want to hear your hate mail and we want to hear all your suggestions. And you can go to the Overthinkers um, Facebook group where you can join a lot of other overthinkers just like yourself. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can search my name, Nathan Clarkson, on any of the socials or go to nathanclarkson.me. Same with me on any of the socials. I'm not at nathanclarkson.me, but I have my <laughs> own website, josephholmestudios.com. I also write a regular um, uh, culture pieces for Religion Unplugged, which you can see uh, anytime. Go just go to Religion Unplugged and search my name, Joseph Holmes. And Nathan Sherrod, do you want people to find you? And if they, you do, where do they find you? Uh, you want to find me? Try saying my name three times. Okay. <laughs> in the mirror, yeah, yeah. turn the lights off. I'm not saying I'll show up, but you can try it. <laughs> it's a free country. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much. And remember, if it's worth thinking about, it's worth overthinking about. Mm -hmm.